0: Welcome to Mississippi College Stories. This show is about the stories behind some of our more than 35,000 living alumni and where they are now. I am your host and 1983 Mississippi College graduate, Jim Turcott, and I will be interviewing members of our alumni who have been doing unbelievable things. Before we begin today's podcast, I want to make sure you mark your calendar for homecoming at Mississippi College. It's October 24 through 26. For a complete overview of that event, go to mc.edu. We plan to post a new story every two weeks. Be sure to subscribe and share with your family and friends. On today's program, you're gonna hear from Aaron Fiesel. He is planning to be a May 2020 graduate of Mississippi College. He's student government president and plays football. So in high school, your father was a coach on your high school team. Yes, sir. Did he coach you?
1: No, sir. Uh, He coached the defensive lineman, but I was always getting coached after practice. So in the car on the way back, whatever (laughs) I heard from my offensive coordinator, I was going to hear from him uh, on the way back. So you could say he did coach me a little so bit. So I can, there. so
0: I get the picture. So there's, coaching on the field and then in the car on the way home. Right. He's, he's emphasizing some points right. to you.
1: Even at the house while he's cooking.
0: <laughs> so it's just cooking a meal. He's just telling you how to play football. What, what he wants you to do?
1: Yes, sir. We will go over film a lot and, uh, he will point out some things, of course, that had already been pointed out to me, but, uh, it was good. He just reiterated the fact that there's certain things that I needed to do. And, uh, It was good to know that he cared about me and every aspect of the game.
0: Well I'm sure he's your favorite coach. Yes sir. Yeah that's great. So you've got uh, two siblings. Tell us about your brother and sister.
1: I have an older brother named Alex. He attends Mississippi State uh, mechanical engineering major and I have a younger sister. Her name is Victoria. She attends Georgetown and she is an international business
0: major. Wow. so y'all have all three just done exceptionally well in higher education. Yes sir. So there was a time when your brother was here you and he were both uh, playing on the same football team until he decided to go to Mississippi State for mechanical engineering. What was it like having a brother on the football team? Uh,
1: it was something I had been used to just throughout high school, but it was different at the collegiate level because things were a little bit more advanced, uh, especially offensively going through reads and defensively with coverages and stuff like that. But it was cool uh, because we've grown up together. We both kind of know each other's tendencies and we kind of played on that. like. He would catch some interceptions, and sometimes like a him with my eyes or the way that I was moving so it was a it was an interesting experience that a lot not a lot of people can say they've had was it was there
0: some sibling rivalry there
1: oh absolutely absolutely We're both two uh fierce competitors, so every day you know we're John going at it, and we're we're <laughs> watching a film just like me and my dad' were, uh seeing things that we can help each other get better at every day.
0: I bet your dad was still coaching, wasn't he yes, sir. Telling both of you how to to play the game. Yes, sir. He's he's always had
1: access to um, my film, so I'll get a call. I'll be laying in my room now. I'll get a call from him, and he'll be telling me something from practice that day, on stuff I need to work on, so he hasn't changed.
0: Well, what about your mom? What does she do?
1: Uh, My mom is a lead teacher at the high school that I went to, so she's in charge of setting the curriculum and making sure that that's being implemented correctly. At the high school, and uh, she's a she's a competitor too, but she's more of a classroom type. So <laughs> she's the one that's on top of me about the grades, and uh, she's her and my father are definitely the reason that uh, me and my siblings have seen the success we've had at the higher education level. And she's got her doctorate, correct? Right. She just finished the program.
0: Well, let's go back to uh, school when you were where you, you grew up on the coast of Mississippi. Yes, right? sir. And. Most of the people that listen to this podcast are going to remember Hurricane Katrina. Yes, sir. And you and your family were on the coast when that hit. Do you remember it? I remember some bits and pieces.
1: I remember my mom wanting to go back to uh, my grandparents' house in McGee in Simpson County and my father saying that we were going to stay. I remember it being really dark, not and I'm not knowing exactly what's going on. Um, We went down in our basement. Uh, we, had, you know, we had plywood in front of all of the windows and everything. And I remember my dad cooked this big, big pot of uh, chicken salad. And we ate that chicken salad for those couple of days, and now I don't eat chicken salad anymore. I'm so tired of it.
0: <laughs> but you rode the storm out. Yes,
1: yeah, sir. We and sat there. so
0: you emerged from that after a day, and what did you see? Uh, from our house, I say we were blessed because we
1: had a couple shingles fall off the top of the house and a couple trees fall in the backyard and maybe one small one in the front yard. But outside of that, we really didn't have that much damage
0: to our house. Mm. But this was over in Gulfport, right? Yes, sir. So later you moved over and ended up playing at Diamond Head High School. Is that where you played? Hancock High School. Hancock High School. Yes, sir. Diamond Head, Mississippi, yes, Hancock sir. High School. Yes, well, sir. And uh, what, what position did you play in high school?
1: I played quarterback at Hancock High School. And interestingly enough, the claim to fame of Hancock High School, is that's where Brett Favre played. So the statue's oh. there and it's Brett
0: Farfield. Well now there's a statue of you there, right? <laughs> right, I wish. <laughs> so you played quarterback and then you were recruited to Mississippi College to play quarterback, yes, is that sir. right? So yes, you sir. came in here three years ago. What fall would that be? Sixteen. Fall of sixteen. Yes, sir. And played football. And so somehow though, after a year or two, you got into student government. Tell yes, us sir. How, how did that happen?
1: Uh, It was something I was not expecting. I came into college thinking that I was going to be the best football player I could be and the best student I could be and nothing more, nothing less. Those are the only two things I was really focused on. And uh, a good, good friend of mine, one of my best friends, Anthony Jackson, the SGA president before me, came to me one day my sophomore year in the CAF and asked me about, you know, helping him with some stuff. And at first, I really wasn't on board with it just because I kind of had my two priorities, football and being a student. And, you know, we talked about a little bit more and I had kind of just realized it was kind of it was time to get out of my comfort zone. So I took the step, uh, became his chief of staff. I was appointed by him. And then things just kind of took off from there. The more I got into it, the more passionate I started to feel about it, the more I enjoyed uh, being a voice for the students,
0: being a representative. And like I said, it just kind of went from there. So you were chief of staff. Yes, sir. And then Anthony gets ready to graduate. It's time to run for office, and you decide to run for student government president. Yes, Tell sir. us the process you went through there to decide that.
1: It was a uh, a hectic process, I guess mentally. It's an interesting story. This is probably one of the fondest memories I have of Mississippi College. We had to turn in our paperwork on a Sunday. And it was the Wednesday that that paperwork had to be turned in. So there were a couple of days before that. And I had met with Dr. Ambrose and I was just telling him, you know, I don't know if I can do this just because football, which you can attest to, because you've also been as year president and a football player at the same time, just the time management, if I was going to have time to balance all those things. And one of the most important lessons I learned since I've been at Mississippi College, Dr. Ambrose told me to sit down, be quiet and listen, referring to listen to God. So... Mm-hmm. I had never been in a situation where I had to do something like that. So I literally would go in my room, sit on my bed, turn off everything, and just listen. And I wasn't hearing anything. It's kind of like that situation where you're looking for something so hard, you just miss it as opposed to just, you know, being there in the moment. But I remember I was cleaning my room one day. It was this Wednesday. I was cleaning my room. I picked up a sock, and I put it in my dresser. And when I stood up from the dresser, both of my hands fell on each side of the dresser like I was speaking at a podium. And, like, everything just stopped, and I felt God come down and say yes. And after that, I knew I was supposed to run. So after that, I had total confidence that I was going to run, and if I won, then he was going to take care of me every step of the way.
0: That's quite powerful because I've spent many years uh, talking to students who are running for office, and rarely have I heard a story where they listened to an administrator, and <laughs> they also sought God's leadership like that, and it was so powerful. That's yes, a sir. great story, and I yes, I can relate to the challenges of being an athlete and student government. So tell tell us how you are able to juggle all that responsibility. It's it's all about balance and time management,
1: and uh, it's interesting. You, I can create the parallel of being a football player and the SGA president in the sense that. When a play is executed correctly on offense or defense, it takes everybody on the field to execute the play correctly. So it's the same with being SGA president. I think you may also be able to speak on this, but a misconception is that because I'm the president, then I do everything myself, which is not the case. I have my vice president, cab chair, uh, uh, chief justice, and everyone else that works with me to kind of help put everything together. So we're one cohesive unit, just like being on a football team. You know, the quarterback is the one that throws the ball, but the offensive line blocks, the receiver run the route. So it's kind of like creating that parallel and not being afraid to delegate things to everybody. Knowing that you don't have to do everything on your own and you have people there to assist you, is what really helps me
0: uh, make sure things are taken care of day to day. Delegation's a beautiful thing. Yes, isn't sir. It? So what are some things you feel like you've learned outside of the classroom? What are some things you've learned at Mississippi College outside?
1: I think I've learned uh, about life and just how people are and that making real genuine relationships is just as important as some of the stuff that you'll learn in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, being, and again, going back to the, the term comfort zone, stepping out of your comfort zone can do wonders for you because I never I never thought, I tell my mom this all the time, I say Mississippi College has, has done things for me that I never thought would have been done. Uh, if I look back to my freshman year, Thinking about who I would be as a senior, I would have never thought I've taken the strides that I've taken spiritually, mentally, and even physically in some aspects. And I think Mississippi College has done a great job of preparing me for the real world and what it has to come.
0: I often say Mississippi College does a great job of, of attracting ordinary people who go on to do extraordinary things. Yes, sir. And you, it just seems like to me uh, that's, that's in your future so your plans are to graduate may 2020 yes sir and you're majoring in business administration so as as you sit here today and you think about aaron fiesel in the future what is aaron doing out there in the future
1: that's a great question i (laughs) wish i knew the answer to it
0: Um, your dad may be listening yes sir
1: following graduation i plan on going to get my mba somewhere and i'm i'm not exactly sure yet and after that you know this is just what i'm thinking right now Nothing set in stone of course uh, graduate school and then probably law school and I would get a law degree with a concentration in the sports law program just because I'm thinking about sports agency I think that's something that I would enjoy it's a, for the most part it's a high-paced environment and it's business and sports so my love and passion for sports and then my passion for business and then having an academic background in business by an accredited university like Miss, uh, Mississippi College I think would be great so I think that's what I'm looking into but I'm not entirely sure yet
0: well, I know that whatever you put, set your mind to, you you can do that. And, and I've seen you uh, just have a significant leadership role here at the college. And uh, you're you're destined for great things. Thank you. Well, so when you think back, you know, on your time here at Mississippi College, uh, who has had a significant impact on your life? And what is the story?
1: I spoke earlier on Dr. Ambrose, and I think that's who I'd have to go with just because of that story that I told earlier. And there there have been other moments when I've went and sat in his office and we've had conversations about little things, but something big came out of it. And, you know, maybe not something big as like an event, but like how I've thought about different situations, how I've reacted to some situations, how I've gone about certain situations. I think he's been a man that's given me a lot of uh, good wisdom and I've enjoyed that so much. And, you know, I, I speak on Dr. Ambrose specifically, but As a student, I think that's kind of a tough question to answer because a lot of people here, I talk about Mississippi College, the people here, you know, you have the faculty, staff, and administration, um, but they're more than that. You know, they are people that you can talk to going back on building those real genuine relationships. There's people that you can talk to outside of your GPA or the curriculum. You can sit down and talk to them about life, and I think that's just a, a testament to the kind of place that Mississippi College is and the kind of people that there are here.
0: That is a true Mississippi College story. Yes, sir. You've been listening to Mississippi College Stories, and we thank you for listening and tuning in. We hope you'll join us next week when we interview another amazing MC alumnus. Remember to subscribe and share our podcast with your friends, family, and fellow alumni. If you or an alumnus you know would like to be featured on this podcast, connect today at alumni.mc.edu.